It's time for the Snap.BuildCast, your podcast focused on home builders of all sizes and offering professional views of experts in the home building industry, from financing to final walkthroughs. Thanks for joining us. Let's get building. Welcome to the Snap.Build podcast. This is Michael D'Antonio, and I'm with Brad David of Snap.Build. How are you today, Brad? I'm doing great, Michael. How are you doing? Awesome. And today's topic is a good one. We are going to talk about builders, the building construction uh, industry, and its effect on the economy. Because as we think about the housing market, as we were talking earlier, the housing market is is very curious, as, as you said to me offline, right? The rate increase trend, but there's places in the country where you can't touch housing because of in, inventory shortages. And, and then, of course, all the negative news um, about the recession and housing prices. So uh, it's it's a tough thing to, to, to figure out where we are when it comes to how builders are affecting the economy, not only nationally, but at the local level. Yeah, it's uh, like you said, it's a it's a curious uh, market for sure. Interesting time. Um, and, and, and as you and I were, were talking about, you know, I've again, I, I tend to always go back to I, I, I grew up in this industry. My family was in it and I, I've been in it a long time. And, um, you know, I grew up around a dinner table where the topic of conversation was always what are interest rates doing? Where's the market going? And, you know, if if you're in this business long enough, you you come to the realization that it's it is very cyclical. And by that, uh, you know, I mean, you know, there are going to be times when, you know, the, the stars kind of align and the market's great. You know, the, the rate environment is good for the purchaser. The rate environment is good for the builder borrower so that he can go out and find projects, you know, borrow money, build them and make money and invest and, and do more projects. Um, you know, so those were always things that my dad was, was talking about at dinner. Uh, you know, my uncles that were in the business when we were having lunch, we were always, talking about those things because we were spec builders. And so that's very market driven. And, you know, all those sort of macro factors we're talking about dictate what's going on. You know, right now we've got, uh, you know, a rate environment that we've obviously, everybody has seen the the news and the the increase in in interest rates and the effect that has on long-term rates, you know, at the same time, we got a huge affordability issue in this country. And, And, and I mentioned to you, I've got, Two, you know, daughters, one that's graduated um, from the University of Georgia recently. And I always like to give that plug whenever I can drive, drive all my, my, uh, my people crazy. But I got a daughter that's still at the university. And, you know, as they're getting out and starting their, their professional lives, they're going to want a house. I mean, that's yeah. just sort of, you know, contrary to what you constantly hear about millennials don't want to own, et cetera. We see a ton of young people across all the markets we're in that, that are looking for houses and want to buy. Problem is we've got a real affordability issue. Uh, you know, the median kind of entry level price point now has gotten, and, and I can't quote it off the top of my head, but you know, some parts of the country it's over 300,000. Absolutely. And, yeah. You know, that to think that most young people, when they get out and go get a job, they've got the ability to, you know, navigate that marketplace, come up with, you know, down payments and be able to make all the numbers work. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, there's a part of it that certainly is discouraging. I want my girls to 
to participate in home ownership and all that goes along with it. You know, but we got an affordability issue we've got to tackle somehow. You know, so you got some of those sort of headwind, you know, type, uh, you know, things going on. And then the flip side of it is there's no inventory in a lot of, right. I mean, majority of the markets we're in, there's still an inventory issue. You have not seen a dramatic decrease in sales prices or values. And, you know, so on the one hand, you've got these factors that are, are pushing us in, you know, kind of that, that recessionary direction. On the other hand, there's no inventory. All my builders need to be building more houses. And, uh, you know, so it's really an, an interesting, an interesting dilemma. Yeah. And, um, so it's, it's, it's also, you know, just, there's other factors, right? You mentioned, uh, your girls and people, the young professionals, right? The point of entry, um, you know, student loans, right? Like, so there's other, other factors going into the decision to purchase homes and, you know, probably, you know, not to date ourselves, but our, probably our parents and our great, great, or great, uh, or parents, grandparents, great grandparents, right? The home ownership was a, um, a fundamental purchase in their wealth growth uh, uh, model, right? The way to make money was to buy a home and sell a home where, you know, the, the millennials and the younger people maybe aren't looking at it like that because of all the things that you talked about. Yeah. And, and I don't think it's um, huge. And, I, and again, I, I talk about this with my girls and I try to talk to, you know, people of different sort of demographics and age groups to, to figure that out. Cause Again, at the end of the day, I'm kind of a uh, a new home construction uh, geek. I like to talk about it and, and get different opinion. Um, I don't necessarily agree with the narrative that the millennials or the, you know, however we want to categorize that particular age group of people, they don't want to own a house. I think the opposite to a degree is true. They've come to the realization that they can't. Correct. You know? Yeah, the bar the barriers are too it doesn't make sense financially and uh, time-wise and stress-wise to make it work. Yeah, just, there, there's no doubt. And, yeah. um, you know, you got, you got some other interesting contributing factors. There's a, obviously we, we've, we've kind of mentioned this in, in past discussions. You've got, you know, um, a, a new product segment that's, that's referred to as build for rent or build to rent. And those are, you know, single family, houses that are built specifically to go into that rental space, that rental pool. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I mean, we can certainly go down a rabbit trail here because you talk about the, mo the more recent factors to it. You talk about COVID and the fact that more people are working from home and, you know, what effect does that have on inventory levels, price points? There's just a lot of contributing factors. And the other thing is, you know, if you watch the news enough and I've, getting to the point where I'm not, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once did, it's, uh, you know, we, we've been talking about this looming recession for so long that at some point you wonder, okay, is it just not going to happen? Has it not happened? Are we in the middle of it? Right. It's, right. Well, if they keep, it, if they keep saying it, then it happens and they can say that they told you so. Yeah. I mean, some <laughs> of the financial prognostication is, is got a little bit of a weatherman feel to it, you know? Um, that they're never really wrong. Um, but you know, and again, 
what what we want to see happen is we just want things to settle so that because builders, employers, you know, guys that are they're trying to run all the businesses that are attached and associated with the building business, they watch the same news we do and they're trying to make the the same kind of strategic decisions on their businesses and where they go and how do they gear up with people and and, and that's just a whole other issue. Where do the people come from? We've got a huge employment you know, gap in the, and I can only speak to our industry, but in new home construction, the thing I hear on a consistent basis from vendors, you know, and and again, some of these terms people may not know, but a vendor is the guy that sells windows, doors, and, you know, trim material to subcontractors. That's the person that installs all those things to suppliers, which are, you know, kind of the higher level, whether it's general electric that that supplies, you know, appliances, all those kind of things. None of those people can, you know, find quality people that want to do that type of work. Um, yeah. And so that's that's a big issue, you know, where we've got plenty of work. We just don't have plenty of bodies to do it. And I, and I think we're going to have to have some type of kind of cultural shift back to, you know, not not everybody needs to go to a four year university and go down that path. There are a ton, look, the majority of the guys that I see in our business. Um, you know, on the vendor and sub, you know, side of the things, they've been hugely successful, have grown incredible businesses. And I would tell you kind of as a rule, those are not guys that took that traditional college path. Right. They got right. Work well, the, and, yeah, and, and also the, 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 what you're describing is the, uh, the word career means different things, right? Like the, the, you know, uh, and even the, and talking, I actually saw a segment around this where they talked about the the cultural shift around what what you know vocational school, trade schools, right? These people have careers that are making very very good money, um, and they're also owning their time and the types of projects that they want to work on. It, it, it's a um, it is not you know I you know I think people in uh, you know typical white collar office jobs look at these people as uneducated and and really they have a craft and a skill that and a career that is helping to drive the economy and helping to build homes yeah absolutely uh, well i've always been you know kind of drawn to uh the you know in, in my building career now i see it a lot because i'm in different markets with different builders and i kind of pay attention to that but the guys that have always been really interesting to me and you know, kind of uh, inspirational is the guy that's, you know, started out with a, with a tool belt on and, you know, he was, he was running a hammer or a shovel and, and grew that business, you know, into whatever it, it may have become. And it, it, those are always really the most interesting stories. It's just guys that work hard that, you know, they're not, again, I, I don't mean to pick on the news or mainstream, yeah. but they're not making, you know, they're not going home and watching the news and saying, well, I'm not going to work tomorrow. You know, they go home and, you know, their, their main focus is providing for their families and then getting up the next day and going and doing it again. And that, that's one of the things that I think is so interesting about the home building business. And one of the things I've always been drawn to is, you know, I always felt like I had some hand in that when I was building houses and, you know, if I had 10 or 15 or 20 houses going at once, you know, I had a lot of people that were working for me mm-hmm. and working for others. They, I, when I say working for me, I, I always took the, the approach. We work together, you know, they were working yeah. with, 
project. Um, but there were a lot of people that I paid so that we could get those houses built. Their companies made money. They employed, you know, it just, it, it really has a ripple effect through the economy. And that's kind of what we were, we were talking about, uh, you know, our discussion today is, you know, when the, when the economy's good and the home building industry is, is vibrant and, you know, it is kind of really humming, you know, the amount of people that are employed and, and benefiting from that, it's not just the builder or it's not just the banker, you know, that's loaning the money that's, you know, you got a, a business that benefits that way. It's all of the people that are associated in the industry. And, and that, that goes, you know, it, it touches so many different, um, you know, industries or, you know, different careers, whether it's the realtors, architects, engineers, you know, municipal uh, employees that are involved in that home building, you know, uh, uh, function. And um, so I, I just always, I can, like I said, as you can obviously tell, I can sort of get drawn down different paths talking about it. I just think it's, it's always been, you know, it, being in the home building business, there are a lot of challenges and there are a lot of things you have to deal with that, that aren't glamorous or, you know, necessarily fun. But when you take a step back and you look at, man, not only am I building and creating something that's special that somebody is, is, is going to, you know, invest their hard earned money into. And again, we talk about this a lot. When people buy a house, it's the most money they'll ever spend at one time. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a huge investment. It's, it's emotional. It's, it's financial. Um, you know, so you, that's the obvious benefit of it. I'm doing this, but then you start talking about all the industries that touch it or associated with it. When, when, when the boat is rising, hopefully, you know, everyone's boat is rising and, and people are employed and really that, Hey, it, it's not a heck of a lot more complicated than that, you know? Yeah. And also, you think about the local, right? You think about, you said you were building 15, 20 houses, right? Those people have to go to places to eat, right? So it's feeding, literally feeding the local economy, right? They have to, they're usually shopping in those areas, right? There's, 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 sure. there's stuff happening ancillary to the project on site, right? And, and that yeah. is a good thing for the local economy. You, you certainly think so. I mean, I, you know, you, when you, when you, go to lunch or you go to dinner and you see people that you work with in the industry, et cetera. It's you really, to your point, that money is just recirculating and hopefully it's a result of a vibrant economy and, and people doing well, you know, look, we're, we're in the money business at snap and we want to make sure our builders are funded, you know, so that they can do these things. Um, but if you have kind of time to detach yourself from it and take a little bit of a, uh, you know, sort of a, uh, not a romantic view of it, but you know, if you, if you, if you take some time and think at the end of the day, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that are benefiting, you know, from what we're doing. And I, I just think that's kind of an interesting sideline to, to talk about like this. No, it's awesome. Yeah. And Brad, thanks so much. This is great insight and we will talk again soon. Yeah. I look forward to it, Michael. Talk to you soon. Uh,